This episode of the Can't Spoil It podcast is presented by Brush Fire Barbecue Company, with two locations serving Tucson's highest quality habit-forming meats, sauces, and much more. Hello, everybody. My name's Robbie Leano, your Camp Radio Sports Director, alongside Leonard Moody, Camp Radio's basketball color analyst. Today, we just had day two of the Pac-12 men's basketball tournament here in Las Vegas, T-Mobile Arena. Uh, the first session, you know, had just completed here. Uh, if your game's been uh, the Arizona Wildcats against the Colorado Buffaloes, and the game right after that, UCLA and Stanford. Uh, let's first talk about the Arizona game. Leonard, what were the biggest takeaways that you had from that game? So the story of the game was really the stepping up of the role players. DeAndre Ayton did not have the game that Arizona fans are accustomed to seeing, but he still managed to get in double digits, having 10 points and 6 rebounds. But his teammates really stepped up today. Parker Jackson Cartwright finished the game with 14 points. Raleigh Hawkins had 12 points. Dusan Richards had 16 points and 11 rebounds. And Alonzo Trier had 22 points. It was a great effort, uh, great multiple efforts by the Arizona squad. And as well as their defense. Their defense in the second half really picked up and got stopped when they needed to and let Arizona go on a 14-0 run um, after McKinley Wright went out for Colorado. Um, so it was really the stepping up of the role players and the defensive efforts uh, put in by Arizona. Now the best player of that game, um, Lonzo Trier, 22 points, 5 for 9 from the field. Um, and that was much different look than the final game of the regular season where he only had two points. Um, what did you see from Alonzo Trier that you liked today that we might be able to see coming up? Well, Alonzo Trier is such a good scorer, and he's such a good scorer because he's so confident in his abilities. And so he was able to bounce back and bounce back quick, uh, it being the next game, because he knows his talent and he knows that his coaches and teammates believe in him. And so he w did a good job of putting that pass game behind him and moving right on and, you know, had himself a great showing here today. So after the game, we talked to uh, Arizona Center Dusan Ristich, and he kind of had that mentality. And we and he like, and I think I kind of agree with him on this. Is the biggest key for Arizona was their defensive effort in the second half. Uh, we actually had the quote, and we're probably going to go right ahead and go to that. So go ahead and take a listen. Uh, just our defense in the second half. I think we played really well uh, defensively in the second half, and that was one of our best performances on defense, defensive end this year. All right, so moving on then. Shortly after the game, we posted a top five plays of the game. And we're not going to go right into it, like, go and describe all of them. If you want to go ahead and take a listen, uh, go right back to our, to our Twitter, to our Facebook. We have it posted, so go ahead and take a listen. And then if you want to, come, you can come back right after here. But I'm just, with, that means I'm bearing the question to you, Leonard. To you, what was your favorite play from Arizona's game? My favorite play was when there was a pivotal moment when Raleigh Hawkins came down the court and dribbled himself right into a three-pointer. Uh, it was a key shot for Arizona. It really ignited the run and gave the team energy. And I like that play out of Raleigh Hawkins not having any second thought of coming down the court and just getting the shot right up and having confidence in his abilities. And it was a great play by Raleigh. I think in general, um, one that I like that you mentioned that is because Raleigh Hawkins today, you know, you could just see the energy that he had. He is, you know, he's excited to be here in Las Vegas and, you know, getting ready for this, tur this tournament just to get going. And, you know, I think that's 
that's important. You need you need someone that has that kind of energy. I mean, you saw another dunk. I would say they, I, mean, I would say he didn't make the dunk, but the almost dunk that I yeah, I really liked that. I mean, the like it. The miss dunk was so spectacular. It was a highlight in itself. I mean, it was really almost a monster jam uh, that he threw down, but. It was a monster miss, it turned out to be, but Raleigh Hawkins definitely brought the energy uh, in multiple facets of the game today. He was all over the court. He was diving on ball, loose balls. He was going and attacking the offensive glass, and he was hitting shots today as well. And so he really helped Arizona on the F multiple effort plays as well as putting the ball in the basket, bringing uh, 12 points to the team as well. So after, much after this game, there is another game that happened in this, what they call session three, uh, the first session of tonight. It was the Stanford UCLA game. You know, very just it was a, it was a pretty solid game. You know, I, I think it took it up until the the last bit here. Um, I think what what did you take from that game? If you saw much of it, uh, I know we were working for most of the time and talking to some of the players, but out of what you were, what you were able to see off of that. Well, I mean, the biggest takeaway from that game is the dominant performance that uh, Aaron Holiday put on display. He had everything going, um, finished the game with 34 points, was 12 for 25 from the field, and controlled the entire game. And along with his 34 points, he had seven rebounds and eight assists and played 40 minutes. And so what I take away from that game is Aaron Holiday just controlling the entire game in the three major areas, points, rebounds, and assists. And he is going to be a heavy load to handle for Arizona in their next matchup as he was at the last matchup in Tucson at the McHale Arena. So very, very talented player. And he will be uh, a problem for Arizona. And it's going to be something that Arizona's going to have to scout and really work as a team to contain him. Which was interesting, though, because when UCLA came to Tucson, Aaron Holiday, while he did have a great game, he, didn't, he wasn't the star performer of that game. Uh, that was actually Jalen Hands. But um, the last time they did play each other, this was in Tucson, and UCLA won 82-74. to 74. Uh, That time, Arizona had, I want to say, I don't know, a lot of bad cues and a lot of miscues. And it, it just didn't look like Arizona basketball to me the last time they, that Arizona and UCLA met. What's the difference that you think we're going to see in this game tomorrow? Well, the difference is Jalen Hans was a huge part of that game because we saw before that second half ended that he went on a stretch where he hit three huge threes in a row that kind of uh, broke the spirit of Arizona a little bit, even though it was a close game. It gave UCLA so much momentum. And um, this game, Jalen Hands actually went out with an injury. He only played 10 minutes before going out. So we'll see if he returns. Um, but the biggest difference that I think is going to make for Arizona is they're able to learn from their mistakes from Tucson and really scout these players and understand how they play and able to guard them as a team. Aaron Holiday, I think they learn from their mistakes. Even though he's such a talented player, once you actually play and, and you do get shredded on the defensive end as Aaron Holiday did to them already, you're able to learn 
how did he score, uh, why did he get this bucket, and what can we do to improve. And Arizona, we know, has probably expected to play UCLA at some point and definitely prepared for them. And so the biggest difference that's going to happen is the, the team defense that's going to be applied to the next game of on, on Aaron, Aaron Holiday, excuse me, and as well as Jalen Hands. Now, the stakes are much higher than the last time they played. Last time, yeah, it was a regular season game. I mean, it's a, a loss for Arizona, still a loss, and it was still quite big at the fact that they lost that game. But the stakes are even higher now. It's a uh, the Pac-12 semifinals, uh, the game right before the championship game, the second time in a row that these two teams met in the semifinal game here in Las Vegas. Um, do you think there's maybe like a, like a rhythm we're seeing here, a, a pattern when it comes to these two teams? Are you seeing any, are you seeing any similar, similar, similarities? Yeah. Wow, yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's that. Both teams are really good. Um, and they're really good last year, and they're really good this year. And you know, the argument could be made that both of these teams are one and two in the conference. I mean, I know you can make the argument for USC as well, though, and that's what this tournament is for, but I think, in my opinion, that UCLA could be the second best team in the conference because of their talent level. And I think both of these teams have tremendous talents. You know, we keep saying here in the names, Aaron Holiday and Jalen Hands and, and even Thomas Welsh um, really brings different dynamics to that team. Um, and we know how you know, U of A matches up against them and players like Trier and Aiton. And so we're seeing that both of these teams are, are really powerhouses in this conference and are proving it once again this year. So that'll about do it for us here on the Can Sports Podcast presented by Brushfire Barbecue Company. Be sure to tune in to 1570 AM in Tucson, Arizona tomorrow for live coverage of the Arizona Wildcats UCLA Bruins Pac-12 semifinals game here at the T-Mobile Arena. I'm Rob Liano alongside Leonard Moody. We'll see you guys all tomorrow.